0: Hello and welcome to Concert Pipeline. That's Jen Schiffle. and that is Steve Jones. He's back in the United States.
1: I am, and Steve, I heard that you you were bad. You were naughty. You did a few podcasts without me. In fact, you had a guest speaker uh, come up and you know co-host with you and. Um, I gotta say, you know, I thought you were gonna hold out, but uh, you know, I feel a little jealous that you went solo there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, about that. So you want you want to pull off this bandaid right now, do you? Because last I heard, you were like, okay, I'm not gonna have time to pod in Hong Kong. That's just not gonna happen. I'll be able to pod in the Philippines uh, probably, right? So
1: and. Hey, I was optimistic. Uh I was optimistic. I was. And I I had time.
0: I gave you you that luxury. Did I not? I
1: waited. You did. I had four pods. And I had time and I had time, but at no fault of mine. Uh Uh-huh. Like, there's no internet. There's no internet over there. Right. (laughs) Seriously, I mean, I could tell that you were sending me Stuff, uh huh. Uh, you know, like <laughs> tap here to download and it would never download, and it like,
0: wouldn't download, huh?
1: Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'll wait a couple hours, try again. I'll wait a couple hours, try again. Uh, I'll try tomorrow, okay, I'll try the day after that. Like, nothing,
0: right? You never attempted nothing. a face face FaceTime call, did you? I never even bothered. You never like, even if, bothered. If I can't
1: even send a picture message.
0: Hey, it might have worked. You never tried, so oh oh, I know, yeah. So, I, <laughs> I tried waiting, but I had four
1: pods worth of material while you were gone. Wait. I seem to remember around the time you know I was packing, uh, you didn't have a whole lot of content for. So where <laughs> did all this content come from? Like, Yonville like, Live, you brother, you had it. You you had it like in a chest, and you were just waiting for me to leave so you could do a bunch of stuff. And yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, you know,
1: I did man.
0: I did six interviews with eight total artists at, at Yonville Live uh, while you were while you were gone? Yes, that uh, <laughs> that happened. I mean. Yeah, we we had a ton of artists on. I mean, uh, on the podcast. Did you did you look at who I'd gotten uh, on the podcast while you were gone, or just no, no,
1: not man. even. I've just I've been backed uh, into the world as of like this morning. Yeah. So we did. I've it- been trying to like you know figure out what's been going on. Yeah. with, like having not having two weeks of internet i'm
0: catching up you're catching up now yes uh so uh episode 171 part one was quiet on the set and whitney wars uh from yachtville live uh two artists on that that episode 172 was keelan donovan and Corey harper uh from yachtville live part two uh and then 173 the third part was rita wilson um do you, you know
1: who she is? I knew that one, yes. Okay. I yes. knew about that one. You yep. knew
0: about that one. And then Emerson Hart from Tonic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, David Hodges from Evanescence. Uh, nice. Yes. And uh, David Ryan Harris, um, who's been in some other a bunch of bands. And, uh, perf- I mean, he's performed frequently with John Mayer, Dave Matthews, and uh, Santana, that sort of thing. Um, did a, like a artist in the round interview with those three guys, um, all, all together.
1: Um, and, uh, you've been busy, busy, busy.
0: Yes. And, um, and then today on the program, Jens, we have another podcast, right? Um, and, uh, we have an artist named, uh, Scott H. Byram, um, who opened for one of our mutual favorite bands, Flogging Molly
1: you know this is uh so fitting because i was um you know uh driving my wife's new car and i had to find some music to test out the system with you know so yes so i mean so i went ahead a- and took a look at my playlists on my phone and what's the biggest playlist i have what's the only it's playlist you have molly. flogging molly yeah. what's the only playlist i have <laughs> flogging molly and Sia for some reason so, um, flogging Molly, it was, and, uh, yes, boy, I started to feel like I had really, uh, uh missed out and what terrible timing. I mean, yeah. uh,
0: you missed a good show.
1: I know, I know. I've been around working, 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 working for a really long time. I haven't taken too many vacations. And what happens? I want to go out for two weeks and flogging Molly shows up. It's you missed. the injustice, I mean,
0: man. I mean, to be fair, also, like, I didn't know until the night before that, um, that I'd gotten the inter- that the interview was actually set or anything or was happening, and I probably couldn't have gotten two tickets. It was sold out, and I heard you know t- that the, the like thirty dollars tickets were going for like hundred and thirty dollars or something like that online. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I don't know that I could have made two of us getting into that uh, happen but because we both slacked on getting tickets well you you were you ended up going i mean but sometimes you'll we'll get ticket we'll have tickets or we'll have something lined up and then you'll just have an alaskan cruise come up overnight or something like that they were you're you're shipped off
1: you know uh to a a faraway (laughs) land it's like oh who's coming next week oh sorry steve i just found out a few minutes ago i'm going to africa gotta sell my bottle (laughs)
0: rock ticket sorry yeah yeah
1: exactly gotta sell my bottle rock tickets Hey, nobody wants to buy these. What? I'm only getting 50% of face
0: value? Right. So let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. So tell us, we'll make this into two, two, well, you, you set it up, but you went to Hong Kong and you went to the Philippines. So tell us, you you deliver your story.
1: All right. So let me talk about Hong Kong. Maybe we can do Philippines on a different place. Is that how you want to
0: do it? Okay. Yeah, we'll do okay. it that way. How are the bathrooms in Hong Kong? Oh,
1: the bathrooms in Hong Kong. Oh my gosh! I've got to tell you, the bathrooms in Hong Kong um, were just fine. You would you would think uh, they're like any other bathroom. Wow, they're like any other bathroom. It's incredible. And, in fact, the bathrooms in the Philippines were completely. I'll talk more about this. You know, next yes, podcast. Yeah, teaser, to teaser here. here, teaser, yeah. a little bit teaser. But I am going to say that the bathrooms in the Philippines. Um, Went way beyond my expectations. Wow. Okay. Not only did they have a toilet seat well, at every bathroom. You are very bar- that you are going down that rabbit hole. You're giving us the whole deal. Okay. I am. I just yeah, not the whole deal, but some of it. Okay. Uh-huh. So um, you know, uh huh. There were toilet seats, and there yes. and there were and there was toilet paper. That's okay. You know, which, un- which is unheard of.
0: Hold on, I'm on orbits right now. I'm buying a
1: ticket. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so if you want to go, and uh, you know experience the kind of comforts that you're used to, you know, having living in the West. Ah, That's the place to go. (laughs) Yes.
0: So tell us about (laughs) Hong
1: Kong then. So Hong Kong is crazy, man. Hong Kong is crazy. Um, So before I went, I had kind of, you know, a general impression of, um, you know, Hong Kong being just lots of buildings and tons of people. You know that's really the only kind of impression I had. I knew that it was under you know British rule, so to speak, for a while, and then it was released back to China, but it's not really fully part of of, of China yet. It's kind of in transition. Mm-hmm. So you can't really say that going to Hong Kong is like gonna be your typical experience of being in China. It's a little different. Okay. So anyway, uh, so yeah, one of the impressions I had right away was about how clean it is. It's like a really clean. Uh, city from what I was able to to to, to see, and um, there are so there's downtown Hong Kong, and then um, and then uh, we were staying. My wife and I were staying across the bay, um, which is an excellent place to stay if you want great views of the city. And that's one of the you know things about Hong Kong. Uh, yeah. it's like the number one thing to do is. Take a look at the city from all sorts of different perspectives, you know, different times of the day. Um, It's like the number one cool thing to do because the skyline is, is really impressive.
0: So you just look at the skyline all day? Yeah, you sit there and you look. <laughs> you're like, man, yeah. this picture would have been would have sufficed, but but I'll just sit here and look at it all. Day. I know
1: it's like I could have just bought Did, postcards at the airport while I was transferring to go to someplace else. <laughs> I, I would ask
0: if they, you know, have a 24 hour live cam, but probably don't have enough internet to support that in town, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: So, um, so I mean, the skyline is so massive, you can't really. Uh, you can't really capture it in a photograph. I mean, you can do like a panorama or something if you want to, but you still, you don't really capture the magnitude of, um, of, of, of how big, how big it is and how variety, uh, how much variety, uh, you have in the different, you know, buildings and architecture and and stuff. And, um, and downtown is kind of right on a hill. The whole island, um, Hong Kong Island is, is, is kind of, is, is mountainous. So, um, that's one of the things that really makes it interesting, you know, in like New York city, which is flat, um, Hong Kong, you've got these nice you know, kind of cliffs in the background. Um, and then at night you've got this light show so you can sit down and it's uh, eight o'clock or whatever time it occurs. Um, if you're, if you're seated at the right place, uh, at the right viewing place, um, there's a speaker there that plays music that's in harmony or supposedly in, in, in sync with, Uh, A light show that is projected all over downtown.
0: It's like World of Color at
1: Disneyland. Not as cool, probably. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So the idea is really, really neat, but I think there's a ton of potential. But the actual experience is kind of a kind of a letdown. It's like this could be way cool.
0: You're not. They weren't marketing it right, huh? They weren't. weren't, Yeah. Right. I mean, if you
1: paid. A hundred dollars a ticket or something to watch this. You would expect, you would expect a show that would you know knock your socks off, and yeah, that really n- wasn't the case. It wasn't <laughs> but it was cool nonetheless. The concept was was uh, was really cool to have a laser show, and you know have a skyline kind of be the backdrop for it. Um, but anyway, so Hong Kong. Um, um, there are a few things that you'll find difficult to to find in hong kong that you and i might be useful or, you know, used to like okay. you go to a restaurant right and some of the things that you're used to having at a restaurant are, is like a napkin napkins
0: yes i mean I that, know. that's luxury it sounds like in
1: hong kong yeah it's like i don't know what the deal is but there are like no napkins i don't know if there's like a napkin shortage or if napkins aren't part of their culture but they're like no you just have to do napkins what, like, do what nobody's it got napkins on the tables
0: wipe on yourself a little bit huh
1: <laughs> yeah i know so here i am like i'm eating i'm eating ribs you're eating, it's like ribs, napkins, you're eating your ribs. Some capital of the yeah. world oh, no. i'm eating yeah i'm eating like my my pork bun uh-huh. and then like it, the juice kind of squirts out and i'm like okay i need a napkin it's like okay no one's got a napkin like why doesn't anybody have a napkin oh, i guess they just didn't put napkins on a table so i'm looking around and nobody else has any napkins so here I am, I'm looking around like for 10, 15 minutes <laughs> trying to find out like what people do if they people, need a napkin. I people mean, like don't what you said, they the are better <laughs> at their food. They, it goes in their mouth
0: instead of all over them.
1: Yeah, maybe they're not klutzy. Maybe they don't have, you know, like an eating disorder like I do. Or I don't eat appropriately. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's really,
2: really weird.
1: Yeah. Um, so anyway, there are all these 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 crazy things I noticed about uh, Hong Kong. You know, uh, little things like um, like where the fuck are the napkins? To <laughs> big things like the economic disparity. You know, you've got like the super 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 rich that live there, yeah. Um, and then you've got like the really really poor people. So you see the you see the. Um, uh, you, know, you see that you see the shiny skyscrapers where you know the rich have their condos and, and stuff like that, and then you've got um, you've got sections of the city uh, that are kind of away from the touristy areas that are really decrepit and um, uh, you know falling apart, and you know places that where you don't really feel safe and and stuff like that. Um, and Hong Kong is such a crazy expensive city that I don't know how anybody. Can afford to live there if they're not, you know, crazy wealthy. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: an example of that is, you know, just walking down the street in downtown. Um, I'm not exaggerating. I'm somebody who likes to exaggerate, but I'm not. You, exaggerating. You're not exaggerating was, here. Yeah. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. Normally, in a big city, one of the things that you would see a lot of are taxis, right? Right. And that's certainly true in in Hong Kong. All the taxis are the same color, and then you've got like. The non taxis, like the most popular car you see driving around, is mm-hmm. a Tesla. Oh. And you will see no fewer than about three Teslas constantly. Like wherever Anytime you look, it's huh? going a Tesla. It's the Tesla capital of the world. Yeah, yeah. Hands down. Hands down. The other cars are going to be high end Porsches, BMWs, and Mercedes Benzes. So then um, hum- I saw an Audi. Um, but that I mean that Audis
0: Porsches Teslas people have money in Hong Kong
1: serious uh, money yeah Yeah, I saw a couple of uh, hypercars like crazy ass hypercars any flying Um, cars no 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 not there yet okay maybe coming maybe coming soon yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so um but it is it is the shopping it's got to be the shopping capital of the world there's no sales tax in hong kong oh so yeah so people come um and just shop 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 and you'll you'll uh it's nuts i mean i don't even know how people decide where they want to go shopping because there's shopping malls everywhere yeah everywhere like if you come to san francisco and you decide oh i really want to go to burberry right or i really want to go to Cartier, or i really want to go to Oh god, I don't know what are these other places called, you know, um Tiffany's. Yeah. There's usually yeah. like one store per like, city right, that you right. go to, right? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, the Cartier is in Union Square, right next to the Tiffany's or whatever. There's so many of these There's stores a ton along, of along. along. It's nuts. There's so many. And uh and uh it's that's it. I mean, it's shopping, 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 shopping. And you would think that there would be all sorts of, you know, stores between the shopping centers. Like there'd be really cool restaurants and cafes and like, you know, um, um, coffee shops and stuff like that. But I didn't really see a whole lot of that. I mean, yeah, every now and then there are, you know, some independent restaurants and stuff. But I think a lot of that was sort of down the street or kind of hidden Um Uh, you know, places that you would pass by too easily if you weren't paying attention and you'd have to go down the stairs and then there's this really cool restaurant in the basement or something like that. But they're not, it's not like stuff that's in your face where you can sit down and, you know, have a, have a, have tea, um, you know, on the street with the table and chairs and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's it's just so focused on shopping and it's focused on these, on these Chinese, uh uh drug stores that sell all of these um like Chinese herbal medicines <laughs> yeah wow, okay. like there are tons of those yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah but it's not typical China you don't see people you know running or uh, walking around spitting everywhere and uh, <laughs> and doing these Chinese things um there are lots of uh, lot of tourists there but no, Nobody, um, I mean, I wouldn't say there are a lot of Westerners or white people. Um,
0: yeah.
1: You get like tourists from other Asian countries. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. So Yeah, it's, it's, it's totally worth going to. I mean, anybody that, uh, you know, has a feeling like, oh, I want to go check out Hong Kong sometime – you know, totally do it. I felt like three days was enough for me. Um, I would have loved to have known somebody who knew Hong Kong, like
0: have a tour guide sort of thing, get the
1: tour that, yeah, yeah, Yeah. get a a tour from somebody who really knows the city, really knows the culture and like can take you places. You feel Um,
0: like for your level, you, you got enough, but if you'd had someone else, then, uh, yeah, that
1: would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I pretty, we pretty much did the the top things that, yeah, you were in charge
0: of Hong Kong and the events in Hong Kong, and uh, the, so you googled things to do in Hong Kong, and you found right. you did the top four or five things. That right. Were yeah. More or less. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> That's
1: like things, it's like the things you should do. It's uh-huh. like the things you should that everybody should do. But if you have an extra day or two, really like get a feel for what Hong Kong is like yeah. as a city. And, and, um, I just, unfortunately we didn't know the, uh, the time or we didn't really know anybody that could offer that for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, anyone who's afraid of using public transportation, Hong Kong, it, everything is so easy there. They've got a really big subway system and it is the easiest thing to use. Yeah. You literally, you find a subway, uh, a station, you go into it. There's a, uh, you know, a, uh, machine a touchscreen thing okay um that shows you the map of wherever or where all the trains go and you say okay i want to go here and then you just tap on disneyland hong kong or wherever it is you want to yeah. go you tap on it and then it says okay that's going to cost you you know five hong kong dollars and then you put in your money and that's it it's yeah. as easy as that that's it's all not there is. completely fucked like so many other um systems are uh, right. in the U S and in other countries. It's like, it couldn't be easier. And the trains are nice and they're fast and they're quiet.
0: They don't smell like and, pee.
1: Uh, they don't smell like, yeah, no, they don't smell like pee. They don't no. have graffiti all over them. No, no homeless um, <laughs> people
0: living on them. Or?
1: They're no, yeah. They're no homeless people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Living, living in these things. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I I, mean, I would say it's, it's a really great place for, you know for anybody who who wants to go experience an asian country that might feel you know a little overwhelmed it sounds like a winner being in a country that doesn't you know have the, you know that has a different alphabet and <laughs> all of that every all the signs are in chinese and english yes um so as long as you know english you're, you're fine
0: yeah yeah well, okay. it sounds like a good trip and uh and we're we'll hear about the philippines uh next yeah we'll next hear about time, the philippines
1: so. Um, yeah, yeah. So okay. just kind of a precursor. Um, I went to a place in the Philippines that was literally one of the most incredible places on the planet. Oh my gosh, oh my uh, it was just absolutely hands down gorgeous. Um, you're gonna
0: you're, that's re- a teaser. You're not gonna tell us what it is, right? I'm not
1: gonna I'm not gonna tell you okay. what it is. It was recently discovered in um, about 1990 or so, so oof. it's relatively a new place. Um, and just. Gorgeous. Sounds, so. sounds great. I'll uh, talk more about that on the next pod.
0: Please do. Uh before we move on, Jens, again, we're gonna get to Scott H. Byram in just a minute. Um, I want to uh, tease that uh he is going to be performing at the Brick and Mortar Music Hall in San Francisco on April 9th. Uh so if you uh, like what you hear, definitely check him out. Um he's a one-man band, uh, and uh and he's got a lot of heart and soul in his music. Uh, uh, a lot of fun. Really cool guy also. If you you can you get to chat with him, he's uh he's a hoot. So um we're gonna have him on in just a minute. Uh before we do, Jens, how can people get a hold of us?
1: I am glad you asked, Steve, and I am concerned that you haven't let our listeners know this information in the last couple of podcasts oh, you have been doing solo because I, you've had nobody to
0: ask. I put Joe on the spot. And he, you did? He, uh. he, he waited three seconds, but then he he pulled out the fa- uh, the, the Facebook, which you're about to tell and, us and, and the others. Okay. And
1: he, all right. Was he accurate with all of them or was Facebook the only uh, thing that he was able
0: to... I think I let him off the hook after Facebook. I was impressed that oh, he still right. remembered Facebook. So, oh, but... that's good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, let's start with that. So yeah. social media is the way to get a hold of us. Facebook... Um, you can get a hold of us at uh, Facebook uh, uh, Concert Pipeline Pod. Yes, yes. Companies have been pulling.
0: Yes, they've been pulling their, their presence off of I,
1: Facebook. I know. Are I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn. Following Tesla and SpaceX and Playboy and others I, and doing
0: that. Oh, I didn't know Playboy did as as well. I know yeah. Tesla did, uh, but. I uh, I don't know. Like, is is that the thing to do now? Like, is because I've I've thought about deleting my Facebook. I don't really use it, but but the concert pipeline is one is attached to it, and I feel like it's good a good place to put content. So, yeah.
1: but yeah, I feel like we probably should stay there. But you know, I think as long as as long as we find one thing to protest and just be consistent with protesting that one thing. You should think about that, you know, yeah. Do it that, do it, do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's Facebook. Uh, and then of course we've got Instagram. Yes. We've got YouTube. Yep. And, um, two more, uh, there's one more Two uh more. instagram youtube uh i'm getting rusty steve i am oh yeah seriously i know oh, really twitter, to... twitter 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 and, twitter okay and then one more so, uh, then... look us up concert pipeline uh one more yes, yes. Uh, and that's gonna be live video periscope. there you go yep and i
0: did periscope from the concert last night with uh matt and, yeah. matt and kim uh i went to at uh, Ace of spades where i interviewed scott uh H. byram and um Really cool music venue uh, at Periscope last night from uh, Matt and Kim set. And we're going to get to hear uh, a little bit later on in the show. I think I'll play a song from their
1: set as well. Um, Sweet. Well, I got to check out my notifications because I was not notified that there was a concert pipeline live broadcast, the Periscope. So I, you missed it. You missed, check it. That out. I I totally yeah. missed
0: it. I did. Um, uh, one other thing before we bring Scott on and Scott really will bring you in in just a second. You just got to wait in the wings, but this story is just really interesting. And, uh, and I wanted to see if you'd heard about, uh, the news of the day, uh, here in Napa. um, that negotiations with a, uh, a jumper over Napa's Highway 29 go into the 14th hour right now as we speak whoa this guy has been standing on this uh overpass for 14 hours since 5:30 this morning when my my sister passed him this morning on uh like when she was going to work and Joe, uh, called me on his way to work and he said there were a bunch of police cars. He didn't know. I mean, he just thought it was an accident or something. He didn't know what it was, but that guy was right there when Joe went to work. Um, I, Uh um, I was going to, I, you know, I, I work from home, so I don't leave the house to go to work or anything. Otherwise this could have affected me, but, uh, there, but, um, I hadn't heard about it cause I am sheltered. I'm in a hole. I don't read the news. I don't know things unless it, it's brought directly into my, um, atmosphere. Right. And, uh, and so, um, I was going to a parent teacher conference for my, my daughter and, uh, and I was driving and then my sister calls me and she, uh, and, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm headed to this parent teacher conference. And she's like, which way are you going? And I, uh, and I was like, I'm going down you know, this road. And she's like, no, you're not. Uh, and I'm like, what What are you (laughs) talking about? Uh, and she told me, told me about this. So the, uh, the Napa police have been like negotiating with this guy, like all day and night, he's wearing a white t-shirt and jeans. Um, he's been standing on this overpass, like past the safety. I mean, if you think the highway goes under the overpass, um, which, uh, yeah, which, I guess it's an overpass, right? You People drive over it and everything, but, uh, they shut off the highway. Is this there. where like the Trader Joe's
1: is or which? overpass? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right there. Like Trader Joe's and target and everything okay. right there. You know where it is, right? So, right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's right there. So they, pe- people have to get off on that exit driving right by the guy, uh, pretty much. And, uh, and then go continue over back onto the highway because it's shut below it. Um, and, uh, friends and family have gathered near him. Uh, I mean, I've gathered around him and shouting things and having signs and everything, trying to get him to t- come off and getting in the way of police trying to save the guy. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you do now, but it's been going on for mm-hmm. 14
1: hours. Um, and, uh, uh How does, you know, I hear stories like this and I just kind of, I want to know what the logistics are like for yeah. that guy. You know, whoever it is that's that's in this situation. I mean, at one point, I mean, you've got to be like starving, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you've got to yeah like oh my anything. god, I'm really thirsty. I need to get some water before I pass out, he or might, some food before I pass out, or I've got a pee or something. You know, I mean, he, he you might have stand pissed himself. one spot for such a long time.
0: He might have pissed himself. I don't know. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, who knows? Uh, but yeah, he's been standing there out in the sun,
1: the hot all yeah. heat
0: all day. He's thirty years old, and who knows what what caused him to get to this point you know where he's just so broken and you know and lost you know um, yeah it's it's crazy but it's wow. it's still going on 14 hours so
4: whew, that's a marathon
0: yeah crazy
1: times in well, these days. Though. yeah hopefully that guy gets the help he needs huh? I
0: know i don't know what where do you go from there right is what i wonder like i almost feel like they should drive a uh, a flatbed beneath it with like mattresses on it and kind of like give them a mm-hmm. little, little nudge, you know, Hey, we're going to take a little jump onto the mattresses, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so okay can let go, there's a big net. Yeah. yeah. And then figure out everything gotcha. after It'll the fact, on. because, because I mean, tens of thousands of people are affected by this. It costs millions of dollars, right. In, uh for something like this to take place, yeah. it's, and it, and there's no end, like where does it end? Right. It it doesn't. It's still going mm-hmm. on. Fourteen mm-hmm. hours later, it's crazy, right? So,
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Yeah, I remember, <coughs> I remember an incident like that uh, on the Bay Bridge, um, a long, long time ago. Uh, it was like one thirty in the morning or something like that. Now it's headed back to the East Bay from San Francisco go in a similar situation somebody was trying to off the the bay bridge um on the berkeley side and it was just a massive massive uh bottleneck i think um there was there they were only letting two lanes past the guy everything else was blocked off yeah and police were trying to get him to you know not jump and i was stuck in traffic for two hours and i was so pissed off that I was like, you selfish motherfucker, I am just going to push you off the fucking bridge. That's how, like, mad I was, oh, you know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That's how mad I was, and like, I'm sure that, you know... Um
0: Whatever's going on for him is much office, worse, you know, than, than you're being late for work. Or yeah, whatever. but, exactly. Whatever's but,
1: going on in his mind is much worse. But, but of course, you know, think sure that way
0: and, you know, it's hard to get past and, and everything. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, I don't yeah. know. Good thoughts in that direction, whatever that ends up being. But I don't know mm-hmm. what the answer is. But, I mean, it is an incredibly selfish thing to do,
1: you know, to to do that sort of thing. Like, right. I don't yeah. know. That's anyway... Carrying anyway, on. let's hope they get that resolved as soon as possible And the guy gets the help he needs And stops pissing people off
0: Did I mention we have Scott H. Byram on the show? Yes!
1: Let's
0: bring him on let's, let's do it, let's do it, we've waited long enough Wait, let's actually play a song of his Before we get into the interview, okay?
4: This is Scott H. Byram The dirty old one-man band from Texas And you're listening to the Concert Pipeline Baby! Ooh!
2: Go ahead and throw me down. I might be broken to the ground. Break me down and grind around. I'll be here for being found. I am no weapon in your hand. I'm the no stone. Drag it down. The rock on which you stand. I am no Current I'll just soak a while. From the down the riverbed now I'm about half a mile, I find a way to get you back. Rick the dash me on horse shack. Might throw a train right off this track, but I'll be damned if I get cracked. Things that won't be found, buried deeper in the ground. I was here before this God-forsaken town. I'm no weapon in your hand. I'm the stone that drags you down. The right rock on which you stand. I'm the one who makes you round. Left here by the Maker, I have never sinned. Throughout all the ages, i To put her in I'm not trying to pretend I'm not ever giving in I've never been your no friend I'm just worn down by the wind Yeah.
4: I need to hold this up a little closer. right like, there is like perfect okay. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that.
0: exactly that's right especially with the sound in the
4: background and everything i so. got gotcha. you
0: yeah it's perfect it's
4: S- right yep. yeah i know this shit you know your mic so yeah man yeah
0: i'm here with scott h byram uh, backstage at ace of spades in sacramento scott how are you doing
4: i'm doing wonderful man we, we've been on the road for uh three weeks or four almost four with the uh, flogging molly and uh we're winding down but we were already on the road for three and a half weeks before this immediately preceding this, with our friends uh, the 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 hooten Hollers, or they were opening. It was my tour on that one, and then we immediately after this drive home for five days and to Austin, Texas, from Bend, Oregon, and then drive out. Two days to Phoenix and start all over again, man. That's how we do. One tour into the next, right? Yeah, man. So tell me how the tour with and Molly's been. It's been wonderful. These people are wonderful people. Everybody's good, down to earth. Uh, Everybody's uh, super nice, and uh, they're talented musicians, and uh, not any of that rock star complex shit going on, man. We just, like, had a... Had a had a wonderful time hanging out with everybody, man, and 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 the crowds have been great.
0: They're they're awesome. I mean, I've been a fan of Vlogging Molly for years. I mean, probably 15 years or so at this point, and see, you know, interviewed them so many times. They're they best. They always put on a show like it's their last. You know. Yeah,
4: man, it's it's been great, and I've enjoyed watching them every time. You know, when I got asked to. Do this tour and everything I I had a A relative idea Of 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 who uh, Flogging Molly was You know But I wasn't like Really super uh, Familiar with all their work And everything And um, And uh, I'm definitely a fan now For sure man We've been having a great time And just being being side stage every night and watching this, watching Dave King and uh, go yeah. down, uh, like and, and take care of business, you know, it's it, it's good stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, so your new album is uh, the Bad Testament. Uh, you played a couple songs from that tonight. Right? Yeah. yeah, new
4: as in a year, yeah, a little I mean, over a year last old. Last year, but, yeah. You know, but
0: uh, new to a lot of people in the audience, I'm sure. So yeah.
4: Uh,
0: so that's good, right? So tell me a little bit about uh, that album and uh, and how it came about.
4: Uh, it's my tenth. Tenth or eleventh record. Um, I've recorded all my own records. Uh, I have a studio um, that at in my house that I record records at and. Uh, and uh i've I've gotten better and better at my production uh, skills it's kind of like the whole deal is just for me as far as recording these records is uh, is uh, me taking a class on recording you know for yeah. the last twenty five years basically uh going from a four track originally to well going from a from a a stereo jam box to uh, to a four track and then uh you know and on and on and on um and uh this last one I I try to do uh, put my own drums and bass on there Mm -hmm. sometimes I have a band on a couple songs on my records but I mostly try to revolve around that one man band thing and you know like keep that 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 super personal not to be confused with singer songwriter uh, stuff not that singer songwriters are bad or anything but uh, yes I sing songs and I write songs but uh, I think I'm much more than that man because I I I deliver a a um, hard rock band sound behind there even when i'm playing the old blues man it's you know
0: yeah i feel
4: like that's the truth i don't
2: know
0: so when you bring a a band into uh to play on songs like how how do you determine okay this is a song that needs you know more right or needs something that i don't have is that what it is no
4: it's just like hey you guys want to do this one yeah (laughs) and that's about all bringing some friends and stuff yeah um me and my buddy jesse dayton just recorded a couple songs recently with his band and uh we're gonna we're gonna put out a a seven inch and then we're we're gonna Lead that towards a uh, a full length record, man. But it, uh, you know that, and that's more more covers and things like that. But but good stuff with it. You know, I think people are going to get a uh, a feel for what I would sound like with the with a with a full band for once. You know, which is which is crazy. But you know, I I'd, I'd like to put a full band together. But finding a, a responsible. Talented uh, people that uh, don't have uh, chemical dependencies, right? <laughs> is uh, or other problems is uh, is uh, really hard to come by. So one of the reasons I'm a one-man band all these years, you know.
0: Right, right. And so, uh, go ahead. So, what sort of uh, covers are you thinking about for uh, for that seven-inch?
4: Well, the two we recorded already were. Um, uh, it sounds funny. Uh, so David Allen Coe's first record was a blues record to be to to uh, surprisingly. Okay. And there's this song called Monkey David Wine on there which yeah. is like uh, uh it's a uh, it's about uh prison hooch, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh you know, it's kind of like a kind of sounds like a screaming Jay Hawkins song, you know, it's like you take the eyes of a spider crawling backwards, you, you mix it with the scales of a snake, you know, that yeah. kind of thing, you know. And uh, and then we did uh some um we did uh Gary Stewart uh uh single again which is very straight up country sounding. Yeah. And we got some other ideas, you know. Uh Jesse's one of my one of my best friends, man. We we have a we have a, a good rapport. He's like my big brother, man, you know. And so we uh just having a good time putting some stuff together. I have a hard time uh, uh what you call it uh Collaborating with right, people, right. man, it's just. I, I sometimes I feel a little uh, naked, and I can't. I can't. Uh, I get on the spot, and I can't play that great. You know, I, I gotta. I gotta be with. Uh, if I'm playing with people, yeah, I gotta. I gotta be with people that I'm comfortable around. You know, and that. That's one of those deals where.
0: And It'll having happen. done this for like 25 years you don't, you, uh, don't those people aren't those people around haven't those people kind of you know shown themselves through the lights yeah a man bit well
4: now? there's like my old bands you know the things yeah, the our Thangs, punk yeah, band
0: yeah psychedelic metal band yeah. yeah
4: you know our biggest influence was was uh, the 80s butthole surfers and mm-hmm. uh, ministry and in uh, old Metallica from the 80s and and um, and you know we, we, we did a lot of stuff and, and me and my, my buddy Niles the drummer we, we'll still get together and jam every once in a while but yeah. it, it's not necessarily going anywhere you know we're just messing around and uh, my old roommate Matt purrier from this band Chili Cold Blood uh, he, we'll uh, we'll stay up all night uh, if it's raining really hard yeah uh, and, and and the neighbors can't hear all that noise because it's raining yeah oh we'll stay up all night long playing some music together oh that's man. awesome yeah recorded about four hours of that shit one time really uh there's some stuff that could be uh, uh you know pulled out of there but i i don't know uh <laughs> yeah i don't particularly enjoy going through old recordings forever I, and, and
0: and that's what i understand is like you uh you release a lot of albums you want to kind of put put your stuff out there and and uh and kind of don't don't want to kind of put things aside to to be able to kind of go back to later kind of i was right? talking
4: to my manager the other night yeah. man uh, one of my managers and i was trying to tell him uh yeah man you guys need to we need to get on the same page because because i need you all to understand when it's hot it's hot we need to put it out Hot. Yeah, yeah you know because um if we keep it for six or eight months then it's gonna it's gonna get. I'm not gonna be excited about it anymore, and I won't have anything exciting to say about it when we do things like this. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'll be telling you about the new stuff, but you know, it is what it is. Music business is a is a, a semi fickle uh, thing, man. You gotta you gotta you gotta take it for what it is. You know, uh, I've been doing this a long time, and uh, and I'm I you know I I pride myself on being a uh, grassroots kind of musician and everything. However, you gotta pay attention to the music business and record sales. If it's gonna be your career, you gotta you gotta think about money sometimes and stuff like that. You know? Oh yeah, and that's a that's a hard uh, compromise to to make, man. It comes you know? down to dollars and cents. But if a you lot, give me a million dollars, I write a song about sucking my own dick. Right? I don't
0: care. You do it, of course, <laughs> for a million dollars, right? But uh, that, not a lot of that money floating around. these I know. days. I, so, I heard a,
4: know? I heard an interview with the Beastie Boys. Twenty or so years ago, and, yeah. and they said, "We'll sell out. We don't care." Right. And I was like, "I get it. I understand what you're saying, man. You know, if you can make three million dollars doing playing music, go ahead goal, and make right? the three right. million yeah. dollars playing music, man. Whatever, dude. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not something to be ashamed of. It's just, you know, go make your three million dollars. Just sounds great.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I understand. You went into the record label, like uh, that." Um, didn't do metal metal bands and you, yeah, you tol- yeah, and you told them that you you know, and they're like we don't sign metal bands and you're like okay that's that's
4: changing now right like- yeah no I went into Bloodshot um, who have been my first uh, signed label right. and my only label so far I, I used to self release my stuff and and um, I saw on their website about a week before I met them I don't even know why I was looking at their website I wasn't trying to get signed at the time mm-hmm. and. Uh, and it said, We don't sign metal bands, don't think you'll be the exception. And I went in there and I said, uh, or I gave him the C D and I said, Hey man, uh, I heard you don't sign metal bands. I'm the exception. Yeah. And I you know, I am the exception to metal bands, man, because I'm 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 the Roots uh, country truck. Truck rocker,
0: a little bit of everything, and you kind of look at your music as a collage, right? Because you, because yeah. there's a lot of art in it for
4: you. And you know, I have a degree in painting and, and art, oh, man. Really? And, and, and honestly, that's what I mostly did was collage. And I think it's, and even when I used to take Photoshop classes in college, when I became a, uh, when I was originally a uh, commercial art major and trying to make ads and stuff, I was still just like. Shrink, sticking yeah. like a mouth over some lady's face, you know, and like yeah.
2: this is it. This is this is art.
4: <laughs> do you still do a lot of art? Like, do you still kind of find that use that as a creative outlet? I scribble sometimes. Uh, I don't do a lot of art anymore. I, uh, my zen has become cooking when I'm home, I'm grilling or, uh, or, or cooking, or, uh, or baking. I, I'm, I'm, a, uh, I'm also a pyromaniac and yeah. I like to build, uh, like to build. Oh, remember, only you can start forest fires. Yes,
0: Smokey, of course. But you can,
4: you're the only one that can start. You're them. the
0: only one that can start, and no one else can, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's the way to do it. Uh, and And so, I mean, your life kind of changed 15 years ago this week.
4: Oh, oh, yeah, in the next couple of days, right? Right,
0: yeah, yeah like f- four days away. I mean, it's, it's 15 years ago. Tell me about that. And, and I guess before you do, I'll just preface as well that I can kind of relate to that sort of thing because about 10 years ago, I got, uh, you know, I got sideswiped by a semi. Yeah, um, and you know and it's just a crazy I mean you yours is much worse it'll turn
4: your car around and it flipped, your life it flipped around flipped my car
0: yeah exactly but it ended up on the shoulder it wasn't head on like yours so tell me about that and, and what you kind of took away from it uh, I mean besides all the injuries and I, uh, broken bones
4: I went to lunch one day I went to the record store I used to live out in the country and I was I went to the record store and, I, and then lunch and then I was driving back out to the country and I was on a four lane undivided highway and mm-hmm. Uh, somebody stopped in front of a truck basically, and they he shot into oncoming traffic 75 and hit me head on, and and uh, we spun around a couple more times, and then he hit me again, and I don't really remember any of this. Yeah. Um, but I remember waking up and uh and hearing the the tinkling of hot metal. You know, like you know when you turn off your car and you hear like your engine still kind of like tink 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 yeah. tinkling. Yeah. Yeah. I I can hear that. I was probably tinkling in my pants, too. Oh, I'm sure you, know. you did, yeah. Some blood was tinkling out of my body. But um, but uh, I don't really remember a lot about it. They put me in a helicopter, took me to the hospital, all that, blah, blah, blah. I was in the hospital for uh, seven months, or I was in the hospital for two months and, uh, and, and bedridden uh, or in a wheelchair for, for seven months. I uh, had um, every limb in my body except for my left arm broken. And metal rod putting all those um, and multiple screws and things like that. And, uh, you know, whatever. Um, just, uh, I was about to go on another tour when I woke up in the hospital from the in- initial surgeries. I had 13 or 14 surgeries by the end of it. Uh, when I woke up, they had a tube sticking down my throat. My dad said, "Do you know why you're here?" And I shook my head, no. And he said, uh, "You were hit by an 18-wheeler." And I started trying to spell. oh, oh I made the uh, the symbol of a uh, of a uh, you know honking the horn on a diesel rig, you know. Right. And then and then it flipped him off. And, and then I started trying to spell out the word tour with my hands. And he was like. I don't understand. I was trying to spell the word tour because I had a tour coming up yeah. and I was concerned whether or not I was going to get on that tour. Oh, seriously. Yeah. And, and it s- didn't
0: slow you down. You still did go out shortly thereafter. I, like I a was month booking later. myself
4: uh, then and I booked myself a tour for a week after the projected date of when I could walk again oh and we gosh. went on tour. You know. And
0: you put out another album right away. Like, I mean, it's yeah. just like you, you don't slow down, not even in the face of death. Like,
4: it's... It's just uh, I'm I'm driven I'm driven yeah. by uh, I'm driven by things man I don't know
0: yeah no I get it I mean I'm kind of the
4: same way so, but uh, man sometimes you got to take a minute you know <laughs> but yeah. man I need to take a breath that, you know man yeah I, I need to I need to take a breath I took six months off the road for the first time in twenty years really? about uh, two years ago and uh, honestly it did wonders for me because I I got to where I could. Uh, I was inspired, and I started playing guitar six hours a day. Where whereas before, I would come home from tour and I'd play guitar like once a week. Right, you'd you know, be like, I just need a break from this. Yeah, and yeah. You know. And I, but I, I, injured myself playing guitar so much, man. I gave myself tennis elbow and this de Quervain's tendinosis, which oh. I'm still trying to get over. Um, but you know, it, you know, it's it is what it is, and I'll keep playing until my hands fall off or. And I keep singing until yeah. my pecker falls off. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, am. yeah. So you're from Austin, Texas. Uh, I was actually in Austin, Texas, t- about two weeks ago, um, and uh, I, m- I miss South by. But yeah. I want to hear. You, I understand you played South by last year, and uh, and so tell me about the tell me about that scene that uh, and and the music scene in Austin.
4: I've been doing South by since about uh, '99. Uh, the last few years, I've I've skipped a year in between, or and things like that. Sometimes, yeah. uh, you know, South By is for you know for fun, and but it's also for uh, for the bands doing it. It's it's to get an agent, to get a manager, to get a record label, you know. And once you've done that, yeah, you can still do that. Uh, it's just living there, man. It's a pain in the ass, Can man. I imagine. And then this, uh, this new, um, this new stuff that happened uh, last week with oh the bombs my gosh, and everything. Oh Seriously, like, it's still going. Uh, the second round of bombs happened in my neighborhood, man. Dude, like I kept seeing it on the on the news. I, I saw like two blocks from my house on the news while like, I, 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 I was This is shit, right? I was in uh, Ventura, California, and I'm seeing. Austin, Texas, uh, yeah. and my neighborhood, like where my girlfriend couldn't leave the house because uh, the CIA and the FBI were like, "You can't leave the house." Oh my God! Uh, you know it was crazy.
0: It's crazy the world we live in because I mean it, I had similar situation like uh, in I'm I'm from Napa, yeah. and there uh, like last week there was uh, yeah. there were uh, sh- uh, shootings in Napa um, at the veterans' home. This uh, this uh, this veteran like took some ladies hostage. And, uh, and ended up killing them And my kid's grandmother To the veterans home And had to lock herself In a like walk-in refrigerator and, and she was like Making lunches for everybody But she was locked in For like
4: 10 hours You know In a refrigerator? You know, yeah, walk-in refrigerator with I refrigerated people. a yeah. steak For less than that before Right? That's crazy
0: Yeah, so it's I mean, it's It's, clo- it's hitting closer And closer to home, right? And it's just uh, It's pretty nuts So I don't know It's, it's scary
4: I know what you mean this interview is about to get really weird.
0: It is hit it. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good with weird interviews. I've had some myself, so uh, um, I wanted to ask you about. Uh, um, Europe also because you're about to uh, go to Europe and in, uh, in
4: Europe about to do that <laughs> yeah there it
0: is it's already getting weird I like it <laughs>
4: <laughs> no um, I mean no I've never been to Europe just kidding I've uh, been there uh, this will be my 22nd European really? tour in 12 years man. that's awesome that's crazy uh, wonderful to go over there I, I enjoy the food for about a week
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah. and then uh, you're over very healthy
4: you know no, uh, I do. I do actually like it a lot. We, we especially in Spain, I really like yeah. Spain. I like to go to Spain. I like to go to Italy. I'm. A, I, I've, I've spent a lot of time in France. I like to go there. Everywhere, man. Yeah. Uh, it, and uh, I've. I've finally started. Uh, Breaking through, you know. Uh, I've been written up in all the big rock magazines and everything in Spain, and yeah. uh, and uh, we're getting like 400 people in uh, in Lyon, France, at the shows and stuff. And yeah, uh, it's it's good good times.
0: And uh, so I wanted um, next thing I wanted to ask you about was um, White House Blues, your song White House Blues. <laughs> I was gonna say, okay, can you yodel? Because like,
4: I can, I can ham bone too. Okay, okay. So let's, let's, let's hear that you You know what to say that's... when you want to get that booty ack, i got to yeah. lay him down and smack him, yak him. Cool yeah. got to be. There you go. Yeah.
2: There you go. Yeah, cuz <laughs> I can do it no <laughs> <laughs> That was great.
4: That was awesome. Oh, man. You know, it takes a lot of beef jerky. It does. It does. <laughs> 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 that's awesome. Well, that's a. I think that's
0: the best way to go out. is uh, is on that yodel. So
4: yeah, I'll be yodeling on my way out, man. One time, I broke my leg in France, and uh, and uh, and I slipped at a gas station, and I and they and they laid me down on the on the on the ground. Outside the gas station and put a pillow under my head. My friend US Justin, his pet, in my head, and, and he said, Is you okay? Are you okay, baby? Are you okay, baby? I said, I'm okay. Will you hold my hand? He held my hand and he goes, and kissed me on the forehead. And says, It's gonna be okay, baby. It's gonna be okay, baby. And, I, and then the only way I could make myself feel better was going.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then the ambulance came and took me a
0: Oh, man. Uh, like I said, you don't sit down easy. You just, you you, you know, you always make the best of everything and uh, and have a good time, right? I kept
4: moving my leg around, my broken leg around, and my friend was like, don't do that.
0: Yeah, probably not a good idea. <laughs> awesome. Well, Scott, thanks for taking the time today. Hey, my
4: pleasure, man. And
0: good Thank- luck with the rest of your tour and uh, and Europe in the future as well, so.
4: Thank you, Steve Jones. I really appreciate it, my friend.
0: All right, there was the interview with Scott H. Byram. Um, so... I didn't tell you this before the pod because I wanted to save it for the interview where we talked to him, but it's a fun chat. I got him to yodel a little bit uh, on the podcast, nice. which, is, which is pretty cool.
1: Please tell me you yodeled with him. No.
0: We'll go, no, didn't happen.
1: Did he teach you the basics of yodeling? Did he no. encourage you at all to do some yodeling? There was yodeling? no encouragement, no. Uh, I stayed as far all away as I just
0: no. sat there with a big smile on my face because I'm I completely envious of that ability. Not that I need to do it, you know, but uh, but just to be able to is, is pretty cool. Yodeling um, is
2: really
1: cool. That's like a special talent.
0: Yeah, I, like I, I heard it on one of the songs that on uh, one of his songs like, and, and so I mentioned, mentioned in the interview, right. And then I got him to, to do it. So, so that was pretty cool. This guy's has had, had a life also, by the way. I mean, we, we talked he just passed his, I mean, 15 years since he almost died um, in a head on with a semi where he broke like every bone in his body.
1: Wow. Crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, so he's, uh, he's a miracle. Uh, he's able to get out there and still keep doing what he loves
1: um on tour now. that's insane it's like a second chance on live
0: yeah and check him out brick and mortar music hall in san francisco coming up april 9th um definitely recommend uh the show i'm gonna play another song here in just a minute we have a lot of music for you on this podcast um but uh this next song is from the concert i went to last night which was a couple of days ago by the time you're hearing this but um it was uh Matt and Kim at Ace of Spades in Sacramento uh and really fun venue uh check it out if you get a chance there's a lot of really cool shows that uh, that go on there as well um and Matt and Kim uh a married couple that uh that actually uh, I interviewed them at Bottle Rock 4 years ago I want to say um it's been about four years ago maybe five almost um and uh and just really cool uh dude i mean they they put on a uh hell of a show they're really live energetic band uh that is worth uh checking out um, next time they're in they're in town because they just the two of them on stage but i mean kim's smile like is from ear to ear she's like hitting the drums or smiles like like so big like she's like loving it right she just loves doing it right and uh um and they put on i mean they pretty much have a party uh at their show every night that they perform and uh and it's so much fun and so i wanted to bring some of that to uh uh, to the podcast a, a little bit, and, I, and I'll probably put a video up on uh, our Facebook page as long as it still exists, and uh, and so you can check that out. Uh, but this uh, this is a song they they started with uh, a little bit of Van Halen jump, uh, and then uh, and then went into another song. So uh, so let's let's check out a song from Matt and Kim. What do you think?
1: That sounds fantastic. Thank you for your support. Here it is, as always. <laughs>
0: was matt and kim on concert pipeline jen's it's time for your
1: favorite segment what is it yeah it's been a while um it's time for music news
0: well yes yes it is um and i'm gonna start with uh, a, um, actually, it's gonna we'll call it, it. It's two separate stories, but I'm just gonna do them both together because they're big festival announcements that are coming through uh, the Bay Area in the in the coming months. Um, and the the first is Alt 105's BFD, formerly Live 105, um, and so that's gonna be Sunday May 13th at Concord Pavilion. They've always done that uh, show at. Um, at shoreline i believe as long as i can remember but i don't i think with the move to all maybe they couldn't get shoreline and it's also a month earlier they moved moved that up a bit as well but uh blink 182 is going to be headlining oh, uh, yeah with dirty heads the war on drugs awol nation your boy tony uh-huh. loves loves himself some awol nation right
3: yeah. Uh, J- right.
0: James Bay, Judah and the lion, Bishop Briggs, and a bunch of other, a handful of other bands. Not, not too, too many, actually. It's a, kind of a small lineup, but, but I saw Blink was playing. So, uh, messaged my friend, John, who's friends with Mark Hoppus from Blink 182. And, uh, and John says he'll, uh, he'll take me. So I think, uh, I will be going to, and maybe in some fashion covering that concert, probably not interviewing Mark. I don't think he's going to commit to that. Cause, um, but, uh, um, maybe meeting him. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be oh, yeah. pretty cool.
1: Oh, um, cool.
0: So, so that's the first festival, and then the bigger one, the l- large festival Jens is Outside Lands. Are you familiar with Outside Lands?
1: I am. Yes. Yes. What do we got?
0: It's the the Bottle Rock of San Francisco, right? Uh, three uh, three day festival in August at Golden Gate Park, uh, and the lineup was announced today. Uh, and there's some, there's some names on this lineup again that are
1: pretty impressive. Um,
0: oh yeah. Is there anything
1: on that lineup I can pronounce?
0: Uh, I think uh, you would struggle with many of the names on here because they're words.
1: Uh, oh, yes. you can tell me about words. I'm really into, you know, pictures. Yes, I know. Yeah. Gr- yeah. And icons like yes. prints, yes. you know, uh-huh, like,
0: yeah, yep. Yep. You don't have the to glyph. Right. Right. There's, well, I there, can dig that. There's the weekend, it's missing an e at the end. The weekend, right? Uh, Florence and the Machine, nice. Uh, and Janet Jackson are the three main headliners. Ooh, Mrs. all right. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Uh,
1: there's. <laughs> yeah, Outside Lands. That is the concert that you must go to. I've. Um, Uh, And you must go to it with, you know, wearing a very thick jacket because it's. It's,
0: Yeah, San Francisco, yeah, it's pretty chilly. (laughs) I've I've never. I don't know,
1: man. When they built Golden Gate Park, I really wish they would have built it closer to downtown because that's where the good weather is.
0: Yeah, yeah. That'd that'd be an expensive (laughs) park in downtown. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Right. But uh, yeah, other bands, Beck is playing. Uh, Oh, sweet. Yeah, Portugal the Man. Uh, N.E.R.D., Churches, James Blake, Huey Lewis and the News is playing, oh, yeah. Father John Misty, Carly Rae Jepsen, uh, yeah, Chromio, let's see, a bunch of other bands, let's see if there's anybody else I'm even halfway interested in, uh, not really.
1: Well, I mean, you're going because of Janet Jackson.
0: Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be front of the stage for that one. Right.
1: Right. I mean, you, you're always talking about how much of a fan you are and how you, you know, are just going to seize the opportunity next time she's in town.
0: I think I've mentioned that on almost every podcast. Broken, yeah. Broken social scene. They're good too. I think. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, a lot of artists, uh, the uh, lineup was announced, so get your passes uh, if you're interested. Well, by the time this goes up, it might even be sold out. So um, good luck. May the <laughs> work, <may laughs> right. The be so it's my first story,
1: ends. What do you got? All right. Well, let's see. I got a story um, about a couple of bands here that have gotten together uh, to tour. Ooh. So we've got, we got three names in music. And you can pronounce uh, all of them? And I can pronounce all of them. Yes, I can pronounce all of them. Um, I might not be able to pronounce all the members of uh, each band. But <laughs> you don't have to. We, right. We won't go there. Uh, yeah, but uh, so get this. So Stone Temple Pilots, we've got STP, we've got the mm-hmm. Cult, Ooh. Love, the cult okay i love the cult and we've got bush they and have just announced their summer tour so these guys um are going to be teaming up and uh they're launching a package tour of north america and they are dubbing it the revolution three tour
0: yeah you, you know where they're not coming
1: They're probably not coming here.
0: Fucking here. They're not coming fucking here.
1: (laughs) What is up with that? San Bernardino road trip. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, they're launching, you know, the whole trek here starting July 18th in Nashville. You know, when I read that, it's like, if they're going to start in Nashville, I don't know if the Bay Area is going to be, you know. A target for them. They're ending in Phoenix.
0: So. When you end in Phoenix, you know uh, Bay Area is not uh, on the on the agenda, really, right? So.
1: Yeah, maybe they're going directly from Nashville to Phoenix with a big break in the middle. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, um Dean DeLeo.
0: I told you you didn't is- have to, so... <laughs> Well, didn't have to pronounce words? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll let you off the hook.
1: Go (laughs) ahead. Continue on. I thought I'd take the challenge. Okay, so he says, it's with great honor and pleasure to know that we will be spending our summer vacation on the road with the gents from the Colt and Bush, two great bands, and more so great friends. Oh. Um, Yay. The feels, man. We're getting the feels over here. Um, also to be there with you is even better with love see you all soon yes
0: Um,
1: so check the internet for dates if um, if you guys are interested
0: yes yes my next story Jens is actually tied to a festival as well Um, Uh, what's the what's the biggest concert festival in Southern California Jens
1: oh yeah yeah, it's gonna be uh, Coachella that's right
0: Yes, and uh, Beyonce, remember, is playing this year because she wasn't able to play last year. She was having a kid.
1: Yeah, the whole pregnant thing, right.
0: So she's putting in some serious work for her headlining performance at Coachella this year with reports of 11-hour-long rehearsals leading up to the festival for her and her team. Um, wow. As reported by TMZ, Beyonce has booked a high-profile LA studio for her choreographers and backup dancers to practice in studio will be guarded by seven members of security staff to keep out pesky onlookers, Yen, so don't go peeking in because you're not going (laughs) to see uh, Beyonce. Um, All right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, the singer is determined to make up for the cancelled performance in 2017. uh, And uh, Beyonce's dad has opened up on Solange's infamous elevator fight with Jay-Z. Okay, I don't care about any of that business, so... Um, yeah, the weekend, the weekend is also playing, uh, Coachella, Um uh, as, as nice. As so is Eminem. Uh, uh, so. Yeah.
1: Oh, I was going to tell you, um, one of the fun things about traveling is, you know, when you're walking around, you see the posters and stuff and the billboards and you yes. kind of get a feel for like, who's going to be in town. Right. Um, now I'm forgetting yeah. the oh, chain smokers <laughs> the chain smokers and I think yes. we were talking about them not too long ago yeah yeah um, and here I'm like hey look it's a small world here's a chain smokers concert they're coming to Hong Kong
0: oh that's pretty cool and, and what, one final note on this is despite the legalization of marijuana in the festival's home state of California here uh, it's been announced <gasps> that the <gasps> that's door- right they're not allowing it at Coachella they're not allowing it at Coachella Woo.
1: I read that too what
0: is up with that I don't know I, I, like, don't even go, right? Like, I, mean, I know. Uh, I, just, I mean, does it really cause I, that much of a disruption? And I wonder how they're gonna, how they're gonna enforce that. Like, I know. I mean, with all the you, edibles
1: around, how are they even gonna enforce that?
0: Yeah, you have so many ways to get pot into your system, and even having it, like, there, are so many people that there, t- like, a hundred thousand people that attend these fest, the festivals, right? And. Right. How are you going to enforce that with a hundred thousand people? There's no
1: way. There's no way. I mean there you probably can you bust a couple of people, you know, yeah. the obvious people, make, but ma- I mean there are these example. massive crowds, yeah. right? You're not gonna be able to get in there and bust the person in the middle who's no. who's got the most, you know, purple haze going on. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And there's so many there's so many edibles there are all those like gummy bears and chocolates and pills and stuff and Oh my, yes. Brownies, of course, cookies. Yes. Yeah. Yes,
3: good.
1: I mean unless they've got unless they've got dogs. Uh, security, yeah? yeah, you have to go through a metal detector with dogs. Like uh-huh. if that if that is a thing that you yeah. have to go through, then yeah. hey, you know, they'll do the sniff test.
0: I don't think they'll have time for I mean, I don't know. And I, I mean with everything that's been going on in the world and uh, and at festivals too, like maybe they are they are up in their game a bit, but I don't think you can catch that level of
1: i mean there's no way right so
0: right yeah so. what you got first us jens crazy
1: uh i've got some counting crows news
0: oh i was on the edge of my seat for counting crows go ahead
1: yeah counting crows they have announced their 25th anniversary tour
0: okay uh more like the why are we still around tour go ahead
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, oh my God, it's been twenty-five years. We better have a tour before people forget. You know, the
0: AARP tour.
1: Yeah, forgetting that's about us. Yeah, yeah, it's the, yeah that's, that's exactly what it is. It's the Counting Crows AARP tour. Yes. Um, I remember loving this band. Yeah, yeah. I remember loving this band in the very beginning. But, I, mean, not I, in the I past have no tenors. idea no. what they've been doing for the last 25 years. Right. But, they've, been, uh,
0: they've been living off of Mr. Jones and me. I guarantee it. So. Yeah,
1: probably. Okay. So, dubbed the 25 years and counting tour, the Trek will be kicked off on June 27th in Boise, Idaho, at the Taco Bell Arena. I don't know. It's, if it's really just a mind.
0: Taco Bell.
1: It's, it's probably it's just a its parking lot.
0: It, it, yeah, are you sure it doesn't say like, area? Bell area? Like, yeah. Taco Bell.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just area. a Taco Bell in
1: Boise. Oh, parking lot area. Yes. <laughs> and we'll finish September 26th in Nashville. Okay, I read dates like this yes. and I'm like, are they coming to the Bay Area? No, so. no. Are they not coming? Not going to do it right. No, Could- I don't even, I'm scared to look. Maybe they're not yeah. even coming. Um, so anyway, front man. Adam Duritz uh-huh. had this to say the nice thing about having 25 years of music to celebrate and seven studio albums. We absolutely love to choose from, uh, is what we can play is that we can play a different show every night. Yes.
0: That's, that's a lot of music to learn though. I mean,
1: it man, is. It like, is. Like, I know that's, um, I mean, you've been to a lot of concerts. Yes. I've been to a lot of concerts I mean, Uh, it's
0: hard to mix up a set. Usually, the set list
1: is similar, pretty much the same, except maybe three songs.
0: Yeah, exactly. Especially when you're dealing with big, like, uh, amphitheater shows and that sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it is going to come here, Jens. It is. Uh, It'll be. It is
1: going to come here. Oh yeah. Couple venues in the area Uh, to a local um, casino, or is it actually going to come to like? It's uh something here it's the
0: July third in Murphy's, California at Ironstone Amphitheater, and then July sixth in Mountain View at Shoreline. So Where's Murphy's? Uh I think it's out past Sacramento or something. I don't know. Um it's it's not wait, no, it's it's east. It's kinda east ish. Yeah, which I guess Sacramento is east ish, so uh yeah,
2: it, it's not out not that out direction.
0: Uh, north is east ish. Okay. County All anyway, right. So that's probably Yo, there's more. Is there more that we need to know about County Crows? No, there's okay. no
1: more. I just want to know. I just, I'm trying to wrap it up here by saying that uh, I think uh, Counting Crows, they just want to make sure that they're still on the map and they're right. going to do this tour thing here just to make sure that you know people show up and still remember them and their music.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, I got one more story, ends, uh, and then we All can right. wind us out. Uh, and uh, this is about your. Uh, what are your favorite pro, your favorite pop artist? And Oh, Taylor Swift. Yes.
1: Ah. I was so no. glad you didn't say Justin Bieber.
0: <laughs> no, I caught your interest. Okay. Uh, Spotify boss explains how he convinced Taylor Swift to return to the streaming service, Jens. Uh, so Spotify's co-founder and CEO Daniel Ek has spoken about how he managed to convince her to uh, to join the platform again. So if you don't remember, she famously removed all of her music from Spotify back in 2014 um, right. before returning it to the service last year. Originally arguing that music should not be free, Swift later said that she had returned to Spotify to thank her fans after uh, her album 1989 sold over 10 million copies. Also, the same day that Katy Perry released her latest album, Witness was when she came back because they've had a little yeah. They have that. Those tick, two have you know. a spat, and, and so she <laughs> she came back to thank her fans, which is mean which to me says she was punishing them by not making her music available. It was right. You know, it was per, it sounds personal uh, the way she said it there. You know, not as it's it's like hey, I'm doing something for you. It's like it was there, and then she took it all away as like a punishment and then uh and then she's bringing it back here you've been a good kid now so you may have this again sort of thing
1: so right yeah yeah, yeah i don't know what the deal with that stuff is i think taylor i mean she had a problem i think with itunes too yeah. um i don't know if it was 19 what's the name of that album again 1989 yeah 1989
0: um,
1: if that like, uh, yeah, I feel and like that wasn't on iTunes for a while, or it wasn't on Amazon for a while, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's it's a like, whole
0: issue with that. And, and so, like, what's this freaking deal? So the CEO said this on um, on CBS this morning. He said, "I went to Nashville many, many times to talk to Swift's team. Uh, spent more time explaining to uh, explaining the model why streaming mattered. Uh, and the great news is, I think she saw how streaming was growing. So." Uh, I think she saw the fans are asking for it, so eventually the new album came out. She came to Stockholm and spent some time there, figuring out a way that made sense for her. Uh, so, uh, so she didn't really get the importance of streaming, is what. Uh,
1: I thought like streaming it. was always a thing. I mean, there's always been a big market in streaming, hasn't there? It's, I mean, it's it's definitely grown a, a lot. It's definitely too. grown a lot. Yeah. Yeah but, yeah, but I always thought there was there, there were two camps, you know, the people that love to stream music and the people that love to, you know, purchase and own music. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway, whatever. So, do you have one Good more story job, or, how, or are we uh, – I just, I just want to kind of wrap it up here. Uh, you might even know something about this. So I just want to – or maybe you've even mentioned this already. I just want to touch on Evanescence.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. I...
1: Uh, i may, I love may have that done this band. I may have done this one, but what do you. You, you uh, might have done this one? Okay. On, on uh, I was a big Evanescence fan back in the day when they yeah. released their album. Um, and they're announcing a special limited edition release. Yes, I, I reported Did on that. Did you cover the, this at all? The, uh, their first standalone vinyl release of Lost Whispers.
0: Yeah, yeah. We talked about that last week on the podcast. Jens, yeah, you should listen sometime.
1: I should, see? <laughs> I should I will. Right after this, I will go ahead and listen to it. But anyway, every now and then it's worth it to just go out and make a spontaneous purchase and just go buy a record player just to listen to what genius sounds like on
0: <laughs> doesn't sound like it's coming out of your mouth right now on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay.
1: evanescence evanescence
0: so, okay yeah check, check that out uh lost whispers <laughs> okay so jens we're gonna wind this thing out and i think uh you hinted it earlier to how we want to do it uh that's with some flogging molly right
1: Absolutely, yes, yes. Let us conclude and uh, rock the pod with some good old Fa Molly. There you
0: go. So might be a couple weeks before we have another podcast. We don't have another band lined up right now, but you know how quickly it can flow in as well. So, um, so not pimping anything there, but uh, definitely subscribe to the podcast to to be in tune with uh, when we have new episodes. We're gonna go out with. Um, kind of a double song from Flogging Molly here uh, they, uh, Dave King started with um, this, this song that they haven't played in a really long time um, called The Spoken Wheel and then went into an awesome version of Black Friday Rule where Dennis just rocks out on guitar uh, and, uh, and it's just incredible so will leave you with that enjoy. Uh, for all of us here at Concert Pipeline, that's Jen Schippel
1: and that's Steve Jones. Catch you next time. A little
2: song off of "In a Mile of Home" album. It's a song called "The Spoken Wheel." Here we go. Yes. Love
1: this song.
2: Spoken wheel. Your passion broke the silence on that dark October day. The sun was heading for the west as it did. I heard you say. I set my sail for a gentle breeze. Now I leave this world as it was meant to be, and you did you listen to anything I said. Did you ever listen to me? Though now it seems you'll never know, but every lad to a man must grow till winter. Then proudly chill the bone. And when at last they bury me in this ground you'll someday see And you did you listen to anything I said Did you ever listen? Sons and daughters, agree. For sure. be still oh mother of Jesus I feel pretty ill I want to go home where my people feel safe but there ain't no job be freestyle